our, our founder and senior leader, Brent Locker. Would you stand up and give him honor, honorable welcome? There we go. Uh, while we're getting ready here, I just wanted to acknowledge um, the Katigbeks who are here tonight from His Heart Ministries, His Heartbeat Ministries. Um, awesome uh, people, uh, all of them. That, and uh, I'm actually speaking there on the 19th, the 21st. I knew that. Monday, the 21st. Uh, but anyway, it's a home home group ministry, house group uh, that uh, meets in Dublin. So um, anyway, if you were curious, go talk to them. Find out where they're at and all that good stuff. So um, cool. Hey, um, I I just have to tell you as we start this that, that um, I'm about to jump out of my skin. My spirit has been so amped up the last couple of months. I, I can't even stand it sometimes. Um, really, really. I, I shared a little bit, and that's great. I shared a little bit, um, last week, I think, but, but even with, even in my mom's, uh, death, she went to be with Jesus a couple weeks ago. And of course, you know, there was, there was some emotions and, um, tiredness just from lack of sleep with some of the things that we had to do. And even, but even as I came back home, um, from my mom's house, there were several nights where I, um, my spirit was, um, connected with her spirit and with Jesus all night long. Um, you know, this is really, we are so connected in Christ. We know that we're one in Christ, right? What we're not so aware of is that we're one past, present and future with Christ, that if everyone's one with him, even those who've gone before us, but we're all one, then somehow there's a connection much deeper than we understand. This veil that we call, you know, between us and heaven is a lot thinner than we, than we know. And, um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that, that, uh, that my spirit continues just to be, be amped through all of this. There, many of you in this room have prayed for revival for decades. Uh, I sure have. Um, I, I, almost 20 years ago, um, the Lord told me very clearly, my spirit is going to sweep through this region with or without you. Do you want to be part of it? That was about two decades ago. And that's one of the reasons why Suzanne and I have rooted ourselves in this, in this Bay Area and in Pleasanton. We're not going anywhere uh, because God's made us some promises and we said yes. So that means we get to be part of them. And you, how many of you know there are seasons where sometimes you do things in faith, which means you're not feeling a whole lot, but you just know it's right and you keep going. And believe me, that's really important to God. That's really big in heaven that we continue on even when we're not feeling the, you know, the, the passion or the, you know, the huge presence of God. And then there are other times where some of them are just kisses from heaven, where he just meets you here and there. And then there are other times where you just enter into a season where you couldn't not think about God if you tried. Um, and that's the season that 
I believe we've entered into, even if you haven't felt it yet. What I'm trying to say is we're, we're going, we all know this. It's in the scriptures. We're going from glory to glory to glory, which means we are never backtracking. We're never, in fact, we don't even want to go back to the good old days because what's coming is better than the best of the good old days. I promise you that. And, and so I, there is undeniable, and this isn't just my own self. There's a lot of pastors and prophets and apostles and people who are, who are um, pretty in touch with the Lord are feeling the same thing. Just last night, I was over in uh, San Francisco for the As One gathering. There's about, I don't know, 100, 150 maybe or so pastors and ministry leaders that gathered. And we gather about once a month, which is just an awesome thing. That wasn't happening a decade ago. Not like this. Anyway, we met with a few uh, of the of the leadership of that group beforehand. And when we began to talk, we were just stirring each other up with what God is doing right now. The times we're living in, the connections, the rivers coming together, the convergence of all the different streams of what God's been doing. And they're coming together. They're coming together like crazy. In fact, I want to tell you, remember, um, I don't know, month, two months ago, a month ago, Doug Addison was here and we were up here crying out for revival. Do you remember that? And he said, he said, if you've been, if you've been praying for revival, I want you to stand up. And of course, you know, almost all of you stood up and he said, come on up front. We're going to, we're going to cry out. So we came up here and I was standing right here and Suzanne was right here with me holding my hand. And then up comes, um, Michelle Murillo. Remember, uh, Mario Murillo's wife who was sitting over here and I didn't know that she was going to be standing next to me, but she stood next to me and we all began to cry out for revival. I had already known all day in my spirit. My spirit was already amped a month ago. All day long, I knew it was going to be a very significant evening. And um, <clears throat> and so I had this expectancy in my heart. Like we had cried, we've cried out many of us for revival many times. And sometimes when you cry out for revival, it kind of feels like a wahoo. Like, hey, this is cool and we should be doing it, which is more of the faith thing, right? That we're doing it by faith. Wahoo, wahoo, yes, Lord, we want you. This felt so different, and I knew it was going to be different before we even came up here because something has shifted. God has shifted things in the kingdom. And so we were standing here, and I was already feeling the depth of what was going on, holding Suzanne's hand, and the Lord began to speak to me because I knew Michelle was standing here, and he said, he said, ask to grab Michelle's hand because, um, because where we're going, you have to go together as one. There's no other way we're getting there. And so I asked Michelle, I said, can I, can I grab your hand and, and can we agree together? Cause we got to go there together. She said, absolutely. As soon as I took her hand in the spirit, we went from here to here instantly. It was just, it was in the spirit because it was a, in a sense, a prophetic act. You know, Mario was not with us, but his, but his wife, Michelle was, I've, I've talked to Mario several times since. Um, and in fact, I just talked to him today. He's going to be here on March 20th. Um, asked him to come. Is it April? April 20th. See, I'm so good with dates. April 20th. So we got to wait one more month. That's okay. But he's coming and we talked about it today. We, we already know something of incredible depth is going to happen that night. I don't even know what it is, but I, I'm already telling you now, don't miss April 20th here. This is, uh, this is not an event. I'm, I'm, I know like a lot of you, I'm kind of tired of events for events sake. Uh, we, we don't need events. We need the Lord. 
We need, we need God's spirit to fall. Now, there's nothing wrong with events because it's stirring us up and it's, and it's preparing us and that's all good stuff. So please understand my heart. But when I'm saying be here um, April 20th because something powerful is going to happen, I'm not trying to draw a crowd. I'm just saying you might want to be here because I think something, I know something extremely significant is going to happen. Um, so I'm sharing all this um, because, like I told you, I am, I am amped. Now, some of you in this room, probably a lot of you, are not feeling that. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Okay? It, it's not by our might. It's not by our power. Right? But it's by my spirit, says the Lord. So it's not even how hard we work it up. There is something about timing in the kingdom um, that's really frustrating for us when we don't know what that timing is. But when the time comes, we know it. When our spirit is connected in with the Lord, we know something is going on. This is before I even share more. I want to ask you all if you are wanting, uh, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling like I should be further than I am, if you're feeling like where's the breakthrough, any of those things and more, I want you to stand because I want to bless you. I want to bless you. My, my encouragement is for all of you to stand, but you don't have to. Because <laughs> I've been feeling something. Been feeling something just stirring and stirring and stirring. I don't have the ability to do anything to change you. But when we agree with heaven, when we agree with the Father's heart, his answer is Yes. When we agree with heaven, his answer is already yes and amen in Christ Jesus. This is not a guessing game. We don't have to wonder. Because the things I'm going to pray over you are not things we have to wonder. Gee, is that God's heart or not? I promise you. So so I, I declare over every single one of you. Whoa. Okay, I'll get it out. I declare over every single one of you, life, life, life in Jesus' name. I declare over every single one of you, hope, hope, hope in Jesus' name. Increased hope to know, to know, to know, to know that the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is bursting out of you. I declare over every single one of you, you are not stuck in Jesus' name. You are in Christ. You are not stuck. You are in Christ. You can't be stuck because you're inside of him. And Jesus isn't stuck. So I declare over you encouragement, 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 encouragement to the depth of your soul, to your emotions, to your mind, peace to your mind and encouragement to your soul, to your emotions in Jesus name. Whoa, I'm declaring over every single person in this room. You were born for such a time as this. You are alive for God's purposes in this time, in this place in history, because he chose so he chose you. He picked you. He won you. And now you are alive and you are here to represent him on the earth. Every single person in this room, you are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You are an ambassador of Jesus Christ and you represent him well. And I declare over you the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit to go 
in his name, in his power, with his heart, doing what Jesus is doing all over the world with him. That's what you're alive for. Nothing less than that is going to do for you. Because you are a company of warriors. You are warriors in Jesus' name. You have the lion of the tribe of Judah who is roaring from inside of you, living inside of you, breathing out of you, changing the environment wherever you go. The Lord says, you are mine. You are mine. You are mine. Nobody's going to take you from me. You're mine. You're mine. You're all mine. So Holy Spirit, come more of your wind. We need you, Holy Spirit. We cannot do this without you. We need you. We need you. We need you. Thank you, Jesus. And some of you are feeling alone, like you've disappointed God and you're feeling alone. The Lord says, the Lord says to you, I am with you. I will always be with you. You are not a disappointment to me. You are a joy and a delight to me. The things that I need to teach you, I will teach you. Give me access to your heart. He says, give me permission to do what I do. I'm going to change you from glory to glory to glory, but I am not disappointed in you. We got a world to go change. All I'm going to do is love you and love you and love you until you believe it. Hope. Encouragement. Whoa. In Jesus' name. All right, you can be seated. Actually, you know what? I should have kept you up. Stand, stand up one more time. Cause, sorry. See, this is good. You're getting, you know, you're getting the blood pumping and stuff. Because I've been hearing this song over and over and over and over. Can you crank it, Matt? There's someone bigger than me. There's something bigger going on. Holy, holy. There's something bigger going on. There's someone bigger than me. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now you can be seated. Thank you. We're, gonna, we're actually going to play that song, most of it in its entirety at the very end. Uh, 
There's something bigger going on. And you know what happens to all of us is we, we start to, um, well, the enemy wears us down. There's all kinds of things that happen and we start making it about just trying to survive. You know, can I just live another day? Um, you know, why is this happening? And why is that happening? And we forget this big picture where, first of all, the Lord said he's going to take care of you. But secondly, he says, we're going to go, there's a harvest coming in and we're going to go get him and we're going to go love him and we're going to go bring him into the kingdom. Think about this for a minute. Let me, uh, there we go. Harvest is coming. Do you guys know that the harvest is coming? The harvest is coming. Now, Sometimes we hear something a bunch of times, and so we kind of, it loses its, uh, I don't know, what is it? Loses its impact. Thank you. That's the word. Loses its impact. But, but we, what I'm saying is, when I'm saying there's a shift going on, there's something happening, this is that time. There, let, me, let, me, uh, let me just, here we go, Acts 2.41. Do you, think about this for a minute. That's when, that's when 3000 were added in a day. Now the Lord told them, he told his disciples, I want you to hang out up here in this upper room. I don't want you to do a thing until my spirit comes upon you in power. Cause you can't, you are not going to go and take the world and, and win the world with love without this Holy spirit. Not going to happen. But do you think about this for a minute? We've heard the story so often that we go, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then 3000 are added. Okay, cool. No, do you understand that they didn't, they had no clue that was going to happen. There, there was no church. There was no New Testament church. The Jewish people, they weren't out trying to get more Jewish converts. It, that was a nation. You were either Jew or you weren't. Do you know what I'm saying? In other words, so, so here comes Jesus. Jesus dies. Um, they're, they're cut to the heart, but now Jesus says, it's okay. Uh, I did everything I said I was going to do. I have raised from the dead, but I want you to wait here. Get, get the power, be clothed with power because we got a world to go in. So they're just doing what he said. And a lot of times when we're meeting, we're doing what he said. Yes, Lord, we're agreeing with his heart. But at some point, bam, something happens. And, and there are parts of the world already where, where huge numbers of people are coming to Christ. And I'm telling you, America, when you start looking at the news and thinking, oh, America, this and America, that, how do we get here? Oh, let me tell you, this is, we are ripe for revival. We are ripe for the harvest. Don't you know when God moves is when it's worst? I mean, look at the scriptures. It's pretty, it's it just the way it is. Because because we need hope, he has to break in. We can't change things without him. So they didn't know 3,000 were added in a day. Are we ready for 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000 to be added in a day? What would we do? You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Matthew. This is where Jesus says, I want you to pray for, to, that the Lord of the harvest would send laborers into the field. He told us to pray that. In other words, you guys, you need lots more laborers. You have no idea how big this thing is. You're going to need lots of them. John 4, 35. Let me see my notes. John 4, 35 uh, says, um, Jesus says, don't you have a saying? It's still four months until the harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields because they are ripe for harvest. In other words, this isn't someday. This is now. This is now, you guys. All right. Um, Bethel's mission. You remember Bethel, that cool church that we're under? 
Bill Johnson and such, their, their mission, and I say Blazing Fire's mission because we are co-missioned by Bethel to go and do what they do. Um, so their mission is revival, the personal, regional, and global expansion of God's kingdom through his manifest presence. This is what we signed up for. Really, this is what we signed up for. And I got to just be honest with you. There are, usually you don't know it when you're in the middle of it, but when you start, when God starts taking you out of times when you've kind of been lethargic and, and just, just kind of keeping pace and doing what you know to do. But when God starts to wake you up, you just go, Whoa, what, what happened? What was I doing? Kind of forgot. I forgot. We just, we just kept meeting and we were doing good things. but We forgot the big picture of what God's up to. Um, so tonight, um, I want to, we're going to talk a lot about, um, these times we're living in and what, what do we do? What are we going to do right now to prepare in just a minute? I'm going to have Lonnie and Angela up to talk about something pretty dang exciting. How do we prepare? How do you prepare for anything? Intimacy. I, this is, this is something I've said many times. You'll hear me say it many times. Because a lot of people have a lot of fear about the future. What's going to happen? Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I'll tell you how you get ready for anything. Snuggling closer to Jesus. Listen to what's on his heart. Know who you are in the Lord. Learn to listen to the Holy Spirit's voice. He's, he'll get you through anything. You're not, you're not like, uh, he didn't just leave you there and go, huh, I wonder how that's going to work out for them. Gee, I hope, hope they'll do okay. Oh my goodness, he, he, he's not up here looking down at you. He put himself inside of you. So, so that voice we have to get used to. We have to, um, intimacy is, is, is a super, super key to how we get ready. There's so much I could say about all this, but I'm not going to right now. Wholehearted living, living with your whole heart. That means figuring out who the Lord says you are and then being your true self. This is how you get ready for the harvest. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Learning to operate in love and in grace and not in judgment. This is going to be a huge part of bringing in the harvest. Why do I say this? Because for a long time, um, Christians have got, have kind of gotten the wrong idea of God that he's actually really, really ticked off with the world. And they forgot that he so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him wouldn't perish, but would have everlasting life. And God didn't send his son so that uh, to condemn the world, but he, sa- he sent his son so that through him, the world would be saved. Do you remember that? John three sixteen and 17. Um, a lot of the church has forgotten that. And we're, we're actually judging the wrong people. Um, we're, we're expecting people who don't know Jesus to act like they have him inside of him already. Tell me how that's possible. When you look at Jesus loving on sinners, look at all the stories. Tell me once when he called him out and said, you know, sinner, you know, get away from me, you dog meat, whatever. You know, he didn't, he didn't say any of that. He never put those people down. The only ones he put down were the Pharisees. He didn't put them down, but the ones he didn't have toleration for were the Pharisees because they were the ones piling on the rules and, and, and actually suppressing everybody. And Jesus says, that's not okay with me. All right, so we need to learn how to operate in love and grace, not in judgment. And we need to operate and learn how to operate in the power of God's kingdom to bring freedom to the captives. It's, it's all of this stuff. It's through the intimacy, 
We're going to learn who we are. We're going to live wholeheartedly. Because of that, we're going to understand that we were made in love with grace. We're going to extend that. And then we're going to, uh, we're going to um, operate in the power that's ours in Christ, in love, to set the captives free, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead. Jesus said all that and then some. You get to do all that and then some. Because he said, he said, you're going to do greater things than these. Last night, see, that ought to, that ought to make some of you squirm. It, it makes me squirm sometimes, especially when, when I'm feeling less than effective. I think that's my... Can, can you turn my mail off, by the way? Um, is that possible? That's what that little ding is. Um, it wasn't like next, you know, next. Um, okay. I got to go back to where I was. I have no idea. Let's see. Oh, squirming a little because um, last night what we, uh, at the As One gathering, we heard Paul Manwaring speak from Bethel, and he talked about the tension that exists in the church. But it's good tension, the tension that we need in our lives. The, what is the tension? The tension is, is that um, we're not, we are not yet at the place where, where Jesus said we would be. I don't know. Probably most of you in this room haven't raised the dead yet. Some of you probably have, actually. But probably most of you haven't. But he said you're going to do even more than this. You know, So probably all of us haven't yet experienced feeding 5,000 with one loaf of bread. We haven't experienced uh, walking on water. But he says you're going to do things like that and then some. There's a real tension there, isn't there? See, but that tension is designed to draw you in to say, Oh, God, I guess I need more. I guess I haven't arrived yet. Right? He wants to give us more. He's saying, come on, you guys. Come on, come on, come on, come on. There's so much more. Don't settle for this. Come on up here with me. There's so much more. All right, so, so at this point, um, oh, operating as a, a, living as a family of love. There we go. Let me talk about that, and then I'm going to call up Lonnie and Angela. So um, living, how do we prepare for the harvest? We actually have to live as a community of, of people who, where there's love, where there's support, where there's healing, because we have to have a place to bring them to. We have to have a place for them to belong. And, and um, one of, that's one of the things that, that uh, on our elders retreat, um, which we're going to have in, I think, two weeks, uh, we're going, the elders are going off for a week, but we have been... We have been uh, seeking God's heart and, and feeling his heart for this for quite a long time. And uh, we're, we're, we, we know that he's going to give us more and more keys as to what, what this looks like in, in this setting, in this family. But it's so important that you belong to a family, a family of God. It's really important. So um, in other words, I know a lot of people kind of go here and there, which actually is okay. Um, you know, when we, when we go to this conference, go to this place, that's, that's actually okay. I do the same thing, but who's your family? It's, you have to have a place where you know people and you are known. And for some of you, that's going to be scary because it's a whole lot easier just to hide and not, and have no one really know who you are, but that's not going to, that's not going to prepare you for the harvest. Okay. So, um, we are going to have, I know there are pockets already. I wrote down a few of them pockets in blazing fire, um, that, that where there's already a lot of family going on, um, like the Sozo ministry team, when they gather together, there's deep family there. The, the encounter group, I think is a great example encounter. Um, you know, 
Those guys are awesome. They are totally developing a family. Wildfire, which is our youth group, the Hampton House with Fred and others. There's a lot of places where it's happening, but we need to be a whole lot more intentional about about developing this family. All right. Um, I'm going to call up Lonnie and Angela, and we're going to talk about this uh, shift that's going on that I've been talking about. Come on up, Lonnie and Angela. So there's a shift happening. You know, Chris, when I, at the conference, and I'm going to botch this a little bit, up in San Francisco, we had an awesome time. It's funny because I went there to represent the school. My wife and I went there to represent the school. And we did. But God did a deeper work than that. He kind of just used the school to get us there. I'm talking about the San Francisco to just do a deep work in us, or in me, for sure, that I needed. It was awesome. But Chris said this. When the Lord gives you a prophetic word, he's more concerned with your character, not your destiny. And along the way to your destiny, you need to keep checking in and what he's doing. Because a lot of times we get the word from the Lord where our destiny is, we just go. And we never stop and say, okay, Lord, where are we at now? Lord, where are we at? And that's kind of what we did in school. The Lord, let me, go, let me give you a little bit about kingdom training. Several years ago, I had an encounter with the Lord. I was a baby Christian, probably about one year into being a Christian. And the Lord, I had a visitation from the Lord. And he began to show me this resource center where his daughters and sons would come and be equipped, be healed, they'd be trained up, and they go back out in the world and give it away. It's like these airplanes were coming in. And, and getting just, just everything they needed, to, a, a, just a new revelation of who they were, being sent back out into the world again. And so he, he showed me this kind of this resource center, and it was a, a training center to teach people how to operate the gifts of the Spirit, how to let the Holy Spirit come in and, and operate all the gifts that the Lord has given us. And then he showed something like a biblical study center where people that were, had more of a call, like a, kind of like a, uh, to go deeper in the Word of God, to get deeper revelation for their own personal life and be able to share that revelation with people of the world he opens the doors to. Then there was a worship center where people come in and learn how to worship the Lord in spirit and truth. And these worship, so to say, leaders will go out to the churches and even the world in bars, in restaurants, in concerts, not saying, listen to this Jesus song, but the song of the Lord coming through their style of worship. And, and he saw me impact, people that were getting impact like that. And then I saw a healing center where people were coming up with all their emotional baggage and damage and things happened to them. And they were getting, the people were ministering to them and bringing healing to their past hurts and pains. And we kind of had that going with the Sozo team, with, with, with Russell and Susan Folkler. That is a healing center. And it's ever expanding. And then I saw uh, the government center. And I saw the Christian around this, this, this hub. And what they were doing, they were going to places of government like the police. Or, or city council, or whatever, or the mayors, and they're partnering and serving these agencies in the name of the Lord and bringing just the power of God and the, and the kingdom of God with them in these government agencies. And he showed me this like about you know, 11 years ago. And so when, I, when, I, when the Lord, a few years after that, the Lord moved me to Blazing Fire Church and I had the privilege to have a dinner with the elders one night just to know me as a new person. We probably had 30 people in the church back then. And uh, I shared my heart with them, and we had the same vision the same likeness, the same DNA. 
And then, and then Brent, along with Sheila Purcell one day, it could have been a year or two later, I remember the time frame, we began to say, well, what are we, what, Brent said, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we equipping the body of Christ to do, the, to do these things? What are we waiting for? And so he said, let's start with the youth. Let's, let's start kingdom training for young adults. And we had two young adults in our church to teach. One was their son. One was Dana Knight's daughter. And so we did no advertising. And we said, okay, let's see who shows up on a Monday night to learn how to do the things of supernatural. And around 50 kids showed up the first night. About 40, 40, 42 stayed and finished nine months later. Matter of fact, one of our spiritual daughters from back then, Sarah Sousa, is right there in the back tonight. Thank you. And Sarah, I just want to give this to you real quick. We, we love her and her family so much. I heard when I was worshiping, uh, when I was sitting here after worship, the Lord told me to tell you, tell my daughter this is her season to dance with me. The year 2013 is a year to dance with the Lord. There's going to be a dance in your life this year. And as you're dancing with the Lord, I don't know what this means totally, but that means that he's going to show you that the things that are going to be hard are going to spin out of this dance with him. And you're going to see the fruit of, of things of your heart this year start to come to you. Uh, the intimate place with the Lord. So the door of intimacy is opening deeper than ever before than your experience at this time in your life. So I just want to give that to you. Is that okay? We love you. So, uh, so what happened was these kids, these, these 16-year-olds, these these 14-year-olds, these 19-year-olds, these whatever the age they were, they start going out and, and doing the stuff in the Bible. Now, I won't go through the whole history because it takes take too long. They start going to their schools and laying hands on teachers and students and the neighborhoods. And, and they start seeing supernatural healings and, and these crazy testimonies. And they kept getting more hungry and hungry and hungry for God. And all of a sudden, the parents got jealous. They said, we want some of this. And so we said, the next year, we got together as a team and said, well... Let's have king training for all. And so we had like 30, 40 adults show up in the first time. And the kids kind of branched off with Todd Karina came on board, and they took the youth started wildfire. And me, Sheila, and Brent, Brent ran for a season to the point where at one time we had 120 people coming twice a week to be equipped in the things of God and branching out and giving it away wherever they went. People coming an hour and a half away twice a week at night coming from work to just be equipped by the Lord. And one day Brent said, because the Lord told my heart one day, he said, we're supposed to have a day school. And Brent said, well, what's stopping us? We're going to have a building, we're going to have resources, and why are we not doing it? And he said, let's do it this year. And within two, three months, we started a day school four years ago, a full-time day school. And somebody once said that you will never be able to start a supernatural school in the day in the Bay Area. I said, but if God is on it, it'll happen. And it happens our fourth year. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. And we saw crazy lives transformed. Cra- I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of people coming through where the Lord touched them and transformed their lives. Like our good, our amazing friend, one of our family members, Dana. You know, we're because we're, the Lord, our walk with her as a friend, we became like family with them. You know, she's like a, a family. That's all I can say, family. And we love her. And God is doing crazy things through her. And she's one of many testimonies, many testimonies. I'm going to get to my wife right now. Uh, okay. So, um, you know, part of the, the journey for us this year has really been um, trying to listen to the Lord and trying to figure out his direction he's giving us. Um, I f- felt last year 
like the Lord was speaking to me about the building that we were supposed to be in. And sure enough, the building came available for the school. school. Um, I got word of it, and we had a meeting with the pastor of that building, and it was available for us to use. And the main reason was because we wanted a place that we could fully, wholeheartedly worship the Lord without having to keep the levels down and just go for it. Um, Because it just creates an atmosphere for change, um, for the Holy Spirit to come in and just turn things around. Um, And so we were just kind of like, okay, Lord, that's, that was a big thing to us. And he, he came through. Um, another thing was that we were going to, Lonnie and I were in transition. Most of you know, um, we needed a place down here. And I just in talking to a friend, it just came through just like that. Um, above and beyond what I could ever imagine. We live in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, while we're in this transitional place. Um, and then the third thing that happened was that um, we needed, we wanted the school to go online. We just knew Brent was really passionate about it. He just really felt it strong in his spirit. And he was, um, he had made a connection for us to meet with somebody. We thought, this is a big deal. This is a big walking out on the ledge thing. We're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to build a build a network to get online. And Brent, we and Brent talked about this like five years ago, four years ago, we talked about being online one day and, and, and giving it to, showing the world, equip the world. So all of a sudden, we have this connection. And they're doing everything out of love. They are so kingdom-minded. And they are just pouring into us um, and it's just, it's the most remarkable thing I've seen. So all of the web design, all of the online management, everything has been total God set up. Um, there's just no, we didn't go hunting for it. It just landed. Um, and so we just knew that this, we were on God's heart for this whole school year. We just knew that this is still something viable in the, in the spirit right now that he wants to do. Um, and so it's funny because we, we've been meeting this last week and a half, and some changes have come about. Um, and today I was at a baby shower, and one of the things Brent and, and us, we all talked about, it, he says, I think God is daring us. I think God is daring us to step out in faith. And the word daring, when I heard him say that, just hit my spirit. It just was like, oh, yes, he is. So today I'm at this baby shower, and this is on the bathroom wall in my friend's house. It says, faith is daring the soul to go beyond what the eye can see. And it's just, you know, because Daddy's so good to confirm things for us. Um, and so I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about, um, uh, you know, just what God's been doing. God's been doing a lot of healing in all of our lives, not just leadership, but everybody. And it's just because he has the more in mind for all of us. You know, he is preparing us for the more. And, and from that, I believe... He, or in that, I should say, I believe he is really daring us to step out in faith. And so we, um, as leaders of KTSOS, 
it was at that point that he started to give, you know, to breathe life back into the next steps, the next things he wanted us to do in regard to the school. Yeah, and if I can share one thing too, uh, these are really you can, these things we're sharing apply to your life. Just let your spirit open up and, and apply it to your life. For example, I'm paid staff at Blazing Fire Church, and it's all through the school. So, so some of the fear for me as a person, as a leader, well, if there's no school, there's no paycheck. And, and I didn't know I was starting to wear that, but my wife starts, she says, babe, you're starting, to, you're starting to live in a place of, of not supernatural. You're starting to, you know, put this whole thing on your, 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 your make you live in this way, not through God. And, he, and she said, it's not fair to Brent and Suzanne. I was like, oh my gosh, I am doing that, am I? Sometimes we need each other to see things we don't see. And I sent them an email, a positive, if I ever came across, I am so sorry, you're not my provision, but God's my provision. God provides where I'm to go. Because God said, I provide for you way back when. I can provide for you anytime I want to. And th- but that freed me. That freed me, you understand? That freed me to be me again. It freed me to go after things again. So, so I'm telling you, this is, this, is, this is great, good stuff, actually. <laughs> My wife was born Good happy. word right there, Lonnie. Yeah, well. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we just, we just got to this place, and we figured out that there are some things that we had that were becoming routine to us. And it, there was no life in that. The spirit is fresh and new. And so we, um, we just realized, hey, what happened to the risk? What happened to really... When you're stepping out in faith, there is a risk factor. And it is... A total setup by the Lord because, my gosh, you are set up to see awe and wonder in God every time. You are set up to see what is the Lord going to do with this situation. But sometimes we just kind of fall back and we go into routine, but God calls us to a place of risk. And so we realize that through this journey. And and I, we all felt like this is it. This is... This is the shift. This is the part of the story that we, we have to grab hold of and press into. So um, we got to talking as elders at the elder meeting, and I believe it was you, Brent, wasn't it, that brought up Kairos? And then Karina brought up the word again, and there's something so beautiful in that word. And so I, just, I really felt like I needed you guys to just close your eyes would you just close your eyes for me for a minute? Because the words I'm going to speak, I don't want you to pay attention to me. I just want you to let these words hit your spirit. And I'm just going to talk for a minute. So for us as the leaders, there's a, there's a time of uh, discerning the times so that we can better equip the people. And this is a time of opportunities, a time we felt we have to press in to grab hold of what God has already created for us as a whole, not just KTSOS, but blazing fire. And we believe this is a Kairos time, not just for KTSOS, but for everybody, not just blazing fire, but outside for the more that he wants to do in the kingdom. And so um, I want to explain to you guys what is Kairos. Kairos times are foreordained periods of God's intervention times of God's moving because we have made ourselves available to minister to the needs of his people. And 
I feel like there's some of you that um, that you know that you're needing to make a change. Like you're needing to make a move in your life. And it might be for KTOSOS. I, I, want, I want you guys to just hear me. Um, you might have felt the, the pulling of Holy Spirit already. And you might have even looked at the website and, and thought about going. But I'm just wondering, um, could this be your Kairos time? Kairos time, God purposes are being established. And when heaven intersects and interrupts to establish what God wants to do on earth, those are now times. The purpose of the Lord is being established. And not just for us, but for the generations to come. And the generations to come after us. So if we're having a Kairos moment now, don't just think about you, but think about the generations to come. So I want to ask you all to just really ask Holy Spirit. Don't, don't pay attention to me. Is this your Kairos time? Is this a time where God is intervening so that you can be propelled into the future of what he has for you and for the generations to come? I'm going to go back one slide. Uh, when Andrew's talking about risk, I've had the youth put the slide up. But it says, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Robert Kennedy. And this came out of me the other day. I was talking to Brent. And I said, I would rather try and fail than not try at all and live with never knowing what could have been. I'd rather go for it with God and not know how he's going to provide for me, do things for me, than say, you know what, that's just too risky, Lord. So I'm just going to stay here where I'm comfortable. Because, see, the Lord challenged me several weeks ago. And he said, son, you've been, you've been hiding and complacent ever since your son came to heaven with me. And I'm calling you to live on the cutting edge with me again. Will you come on the cutting edge with me again like you used to live? And will you trust me again? And I believe that's well, sometimes when I get word, I believe the words for the church. And he's saying to people, hey, will you come on the cutting edge with me again? Will you trust me again? Will you live in the supernatural realm and trust me as your God to do things you've never seen before? Take a place you couldn't even go without me. Will you trust me to love you and provide for you in that moment? Will you really let me be your God that I want to be of your life? Let me stop. I'm starting to preach. Sorry. But this is how he speaks to me. So let me go back. Okay. So Brent talked about it earlier. When I got saved 12 years ago, the Lord showed me, like I said, a supernatural resource center. And he told me it's going to happen in the Bay Area. He showed me Bethel, and he showed me the House of Prayer in Kansas City. He said, I'm going to build a, a supernatural resource center. I didn't know it was kingdom training back then on Blazing Fire. And it's going to happen. Then when, when, partnered with Blazing, when I got part of Blazing Fire, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is that thing Lord just showed me. And I truly believe, I remember hearing Ron Hart Bonke say this. He says, Lord, why have you chosen me to do all these great things? And the Lord said to him, because of the two people asked before you said no. I believe the Lord has put on blazing fire this house to represent what people we partner with to build this supernatural resource center. And if we said no, it's going to get built anyway. Because he's going to do it. It's going to happen regardless. So as soon as I got saved, my spirit began to leap with revival. Because see, I didn't get saved in a church. I got saved in an apartment. 
with the Holy Spirit showing up. And my, I went to renewal and revival. All, I didn't know what that was because I was in the church for like six months. I was in the Holy Spirit revival in my own apartment. And signs of wonders broke out. And it was a glimpse of what he's going to do in the land. And right now my spirit is just like something is about to pop in 2013 that we won't even understand around the United States. I, I, I can't tell you what it is. I don't know what it looks like. But it's going to, it's going to start popping in this season. Yeah. And it could look... As crazy as this. <laughs> Getting so filled with the Holy Ghost and the Father's love, you won't be able to contain yourselves. You're just going to be so enamored with God, you don't know what to do with His power and glory. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when I saw that. I was like, I started watching the whole thing at home, uh, and I started getting hit by the Holy Spirit, and I, I started watching over and over again. It's like two and a half minutes. I'm telling you, there's anointing. Whatever God shows up on tape, film, CDs, DVDs, or himself personally, there's anointing on it. It may not look like what you're used to looking at, but get beside, step aside the human flesh and go in the spirit. And say, God, are you in this for me? And watch what happens to your spirit. Watch them light you up. My aunt sent me this email, and it sounds the email is from, from Tyler Perry, but with today's technology, you just don't know who signs what no more. So I don't know if it's him wrote this or not. But this picture, uh, Todd showed this in our elders meeting. Brent grabbed it, and I, it totally talks about what we're doing right now in the school and just our own lives. Then my aunt sent me this email. I said, oh, my gosh, this ties right in. It's real short, so I read it. Now, you want to read? Can you read better? <laughs> Okay. A few years ago, I was getting these really insane water bills. I mean, high water bills. So high, I decided to dig some wells in my yard to have water for my, for my landscape. I live alone, so I had it so it had to be from watering the grass. So I hired a company to come out and dig these wells. The foreman and I walked all around my yard. As to where we were walking, he was putting flag, down flags. I asked what the flags were, were for, he said. The flags represent good places to dig for water. I asked, why do you have to put so many flags down? He said, I'm not sure if any of these places will produce water. I said, hold up. You mean if you dig all these spots and don't hit water, I should have to pay you? He said, yes, that's how it goes. I said, okay, fine. Needless to say, he dug three wells and never hit water. I said, just stop. I got a few more extreme water bills and called him back and said, He said, are you sure? I said, yes, keep drilling until you hit water. The next well he dug, he was down 500 feet. I'm I'm sorry, can you go to slide two for me? I'm sorry, I want want you guys to do slides with me, just in case. Because I do read a little fast. Slide two, next slide. I got a few more extreme water bills and called him back. He said, are you sure? I said, yes, keep drilling until you hit water. The next well he dug, he was down 500 feet and still didn't hit any water. He asked if I wanted him to stop. I said, go deeper. He dug down another 200 feet and still nothing. I said, go deeper. He drilled another 200 feet and hit rock. I said, blast it, cut it, do whatever you have to do, but keep digging. After fighting the rock and breaking his drill and getting a new one, and we got a little deeper, he said, we're at 1,200 feet. Why do you want me to keep going? I said, I'm tired of these water bills. I'm going to do something about it. He said, but this is really deep. I asked him if he had hit water yet. He said, no. So I, so I told him, go deeper. But you understand, he said, we don't usually drill this deep. 
this is going to be expensive. I told him that. Sometimes you, don't have to, sometimes you have to go deeper to get to where you're after, no matter what the cost. He started the machine and went down another four inches, hit a river of water. Just a few inches separated me from getting my breakthrough. That was five years ago, and the well has never run dry. Yeah. Next slide, please. Oh, thank you. In 2013, I want to apply that to your life in all ways. Sometimes you will spend time on a thing, and it will produce no water. Don't be afraid to move on to another spot. You can't have fear. I don't care how much time you put into it. If the well is dry, move on. Nothing lives where there is no living water. Holy Spirit. Be a relationship, a job, a business. Don't be afraid to move on to another spot. Now, on the other hand, if you are digging your well and you are, put, are sure that it is only where you want to be, but where God wants you to be, then keep digging in that same spot. Don't stop digging until you hit a river of blessings. Don't stop praying until you live in the change you've been waiting for. Don't stop pushing until you deliver your breakthrough. Yes, it is full. Of, yes, it will get difficult. You may hit a rock. Yes, there will be a cost. But when you get to what God is trying to get you to, you'll recover it all. One of my favorite scriptures says that pursue and you shall recover it all. First Samuel 38. Next, next slide, please. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. Some people give up when they are only inches away. Dig, people, dig. And I want to share one thing, intimate thing, with, and I'm going to pass over to Pastor Brent. Uh, I didn't know I was going to share it, but I feel the Holy Spirit's on it for me to share. He always uses me up here to be vulnerable. Some of you hear, hear me preach before, and God has blessed me with some amazing things to say and powers that touch people's lives. Thank you, Jesus, for using me that way. I'll be your donkey, ride me. I'll be whatever you want to be. I just want to be a laid-down lover. My only pride of God is don't ever let me be without you. But I talk fast. My dad talks fast. My grandma talks fast. We can have an hour conversation in five minutes, honestly. <laughs> And I've been in, I was in sales for 17 years, high-tech sales, and I use it to my advantage because, see, I got teased as a kid, and people get angry with me. And so, in terms of I got angry and use it as a, a shield to, to justify why I have this problem. And so, you know, I'm tired of not being able to communicate the great things that God has put in me they want to give his sons and daughters. I'm ripping my walk off. I'm ripping God off. I'm ripping the people off. And my wife said the other day, and the car says, babe, why don't you go see a speech therapist? And the first thing I wanted to do was defend myself. Oh. And, but then a voice said, how's that working for you? So I called a speech therapist. And I want an appointment next week for the first time to see if they can help me. Because I prayed, tried to get it supernaturally, but God's had me walk this out for a reason. So sometimes you have to face your pains to be everything God wants you to be. So I want to give that one to you as a life lesson for all of us and some things we have to face. Yeah, yeah. Um, just real quick about this picture, too. When we were at the Breakthrough Conference this last weekend, Chris Valatin was talking about there are people in here that are pregnant and you're in labor. And the, the base of the message was don't give up. 
And and I know all four of us, we were sitting together. I, we could just feel Holy Spirit piercing us. Don't give up. You know, keep going. And so... Can, okay, what's in this picture is there's two different miners in the picture. One's on top, and he's got such an eager face. He's really going for it. What's on the other side of the rock is diamonds. So you have the eager worker going up at the top, and he's going for it. And he's got a little bit more space to go than the bottom worker, who's just inches away from the breakthrough of getting those diamonds. But he gives up, and he's walking towards the other way. He doesn't realize how close he is. And that's really how we feel. You know, we know that it's just right there. So after... So after um, the four of us talking and talking with the elders, many meetings, lots of talking through this, we've come to a place where we feel like Holy Spirit is breathing life on something new. And so what we've done is we have totally revamped the school. And what we've done is, you guys are going to be so excited about this because I am. You don't even know, like, you don't even know how excited I am about this. Okay, first of all, we were a nine-month school. We're going to be a five-month school, okay? It's condensed down a lot. Um, There was some fat that had to be trimmed off of that thing, and so God has pulled it down. Um, We went from a four-day school. We're going to be a three-day school. We're going to be... Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, from 9.30 to 2.30. We get to have that place of worship every day. Um, We're in a place where we can wholeheartedly worship unto the Lord and just be wild with Him, wildly in love. Um, We have two days of instruction, and the third day is outreach. It's outreach and uh, group exercises. And so it's, it is very rich. The whole program is incredibly rich. Um, you, there's not a moment you'll want to miss because it's so full. Um, some of the topics that we're going to cover are uh, experiencing God, walking like Jesus, captive no more, exploring passion of worship, uh, biblical studies. We have a fabulous pastor coming in to teach biblical studies every week. Um, prophetic lifestyle, dream interpretation, uh, healing prayer ministry, and I mean, it just goes on and on. So there's just so much to grab hold of. Um, it starts starts February 5th, which is a Tuesday for the on-campus school. Now, originally we were going to do an live streaming online school as well. We are not going to be live streaming, but we are still going to have our online school. And so that will start two weeks later. I believe the date of that is around the 19th. Um, And so we're going to kind of just get grounded in with our on-campus students before we release our online um, classes. But this, this is the most exciting part. We are going to pay it forward. 
There is no tuition cost for our online program or for our on-campus program. Is God good or what? There are so many of you that want to come. And, and because of reasons, you were not able to come. But you, those reasons aren't there anymore. God has made a way. He is so amazing. And so we're just so excited to give this as a gift to you guys. So, yeah, but Brent, thank you. Thank you. Brent, do you want to explain the So some of you have sent us money. We'll, be give, we'll, we'll explain more. I'll just pass it, play it forward to Brent. But we'll be sending that back to you. The money we got already. The registration money. Oh, the, that those that paid already. They already signed up and paid. We're giving your money back. Yeah. Registration and all. We're giving it back. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So I think you can understand why we're talking risk, why we're talking about not doing things the way we've done it before, um, why we're saying God is daring us. I dare you. And watch how I provide for you. So when we're, uh, when we're talking about pay it forward, what we're saying is that what we are trusting is that we are going to do just like the Lord does. He gives. He gives everything to us, and then we respond to him. That's the way the kingdom operates. In fact, let me just read that really quick. Isaiah 55, 1. Oh, come to the water, all you who are thirsty. Though you have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money for free. That's the kingdom. God, God comes, and that's what love does. He, he gave us everything first with no guarantee that he was going to get it back. And so when we're saying pay it forward, what we're talking about is we are trusting that, that first of all, we believe we're going to have a lot of students, both on campus and online. Um, we are trusting that um, as we pour ourselves out, that God will speak to certain hearts to want to pour back in um, and, to, and to pay it forward even for future years, for future students. We want this captured on, on video, which it will be. I say video, but you know what I mean, captured electronically because, first of all, we're going to be, um, we're going to be uh, having the on-campus, the online school which will start two weeks after. That also is no tuition cost. Um, and, but we're going to continue to use these uh, classes that are getting captured in a variety of ways. And God has given us more. It's, it's like once we stepped over the edge and said, yes, Lord, he's given us more and more ideas and, and ways that he wants to uh, really to impact the world. Uh, we know that this is the time to do that. But before I talk about that more, I want to say, first of all, if you are a student here from the past, and there's a lot of you here because there's been hundreds and hundreds through the years that have gone through this school. So if you're feeling like, what the heck? You know, I just paid a bunch of money and or some of you even worked it off um, in various ways. I, I want to tell you something. First of all, you already paid it forward. Please understand that. Because you were the reason why the school kept going and why we kept learning more and learning what God, how, how to take the life transformational core values of this church to transform lives. You are a big part of that. Secondly, because you honored us and, and kept to your part of your end of the, of the agreement, heaven noticed that, by the way. 
It, believe me, those things all count. Heaven notices those things. And so you, you get your reward. It does, you know, please don't ever feel ripped off. I have a third thing to say to you, though. To any previous students, you're all welcome to come back. So if you want to come back for five more months to get reinvigorated, re-energized, remember who you are. Some of you already know this, but because, you know, every time you hear this, every time you come back, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Once you start believing who you are, you will walk it out. So if you're feeling stuck, remember I prayed earlier that Christ lives in you. But if, it, if you still feel stuck, even having me pray the truth over you, this will get you unstuck. Um, so I do, I do want to invite you to come. Um, the online school, this again, we felt God daring us and saying, would you take your, let me put it this way first of all. I believe that the, the core values of Blazing Fire Church, the Father's, the depth of the Father's love, not just God loves you, the depth of Papa's passionate love for you. The finished work of the cross of who you really are in Christ. What Holy Spirit does living in you. How to live in, with honor and, and, uh, uh, and grace. Uh, I could go on and on. But the life transformation of core, core values, I believe that's the golden nugget of what we have to offer the world. The supernatural stuff, that's the easy stuff. The healing the sick, casting out demons, that's the easy stuff. It may not seem like it to you if you have not entered into those realms. But honestly, once you know who you are and the authority you carry, you will walk it out. So God is saying, would you take these life transformational core values to the world? Now, one of the things that Lonnie and Angela didn't tell you, when they said we did everything we knew to do this year, we did that and then some. We did a better job this year than any previous years of getting the word out about the school. We, we were on KFAX radio. We were on, we, we, we did, um, we, they, they uh, did a, an advertisement on Facebook. Now check this out. So on Facebook, um, the, we only advertised for a few weeks. It went out not just to the United States, but to, to many other countries. Um, and we got over 5,000 likes on our kingdom training uh, school page. For you Facebook people, that's a lot. There's a, that's a lot of people. That, just, that doesn't mean, that, that means a lot more than that went there. But 5,000 of them said, hey, I like this. Uh, and most of those were from other countries. But then we started looking at it. See, when God started challenging us to look at it differently, do something new, don't pour new wine into old wineskins. When he started challenging us, we, we started looking at this and we said, I'll be darned. We have 5,000 mostly out of the country people who really like us. Huh, wh I wonder why none of them signed up. But then you begin to realize we, we were charging $100 a month, which American standards, that's not... A tremendous amount of money but in some countries that's half a year's wages that's a month's wages you know we have no idea on, in other countries uh, for some countries they just can't they're like wow I really like it I'm, you know they might even be salivating after of wanting to come but they just can't so God says what watch what'll happen we now have 5,000 people who we get to go back to this next week because they've told us who they are and we get to tell them that they can take this for free 
This is this is the kind of risk we're talking about. What we kind of do, we did what we knew to do, and some of that, you know, if you're really honest, some of that is because of is is because of fear. We want to make sure we're taken care of, and God says, "How about I take care of you, and you just go and in, in impact the world for the gospel." So, so that's what we're gonna do. Um, so this internet school, I just want to kind of you know, help you envision it. One of the reasons we're doing it is because even though the school, even though we're not charging any tuition fee, some of you, you still can't do it because it's daytime. It's 9.30 to 3.30, um, 2.30, to 2.30, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And um, some of you, some of you, I believe even tonight, and and I know this is going to spread like wildfire. I really do because the Lord told me it would. And I just told a few people about it last night where I was in San Francisco and they looked at me and said, what? They were so excited. Some young people are like, when can we sign up? Where, where, where do we go? You know, they want to be part of it. Um, so I want, but so I believe some of you in this room are going to rearrange your schedules to be there in the school. There's, there's, there is still going to be something different about being on the campus, but if you cannot, there you go. There you are. There some of you are um, at the day school. I mean, uh, online school. Here's here's moms. I can't be there. I got kids. Great. There you go. Because because it's not live stream. What that means is there's going to be approximately um, eight hours. Correct. Approximately approximately six hours of instruction and approximately two hours of worship. Because you could still see the worship and, and and enjoy worship online. So about eight hours a week for you to, to watch at home, but you can watch it in your time. You can do it. If you're a night owl, great. There you go. If you're a morning person, there you go. If you want to do it on the weekends, there you go. You can watch it. Um, let me, let me just do a few more of these. Um, if you, um, you know, you can watch it with other people. So if you, um, some of you, there's that one and there's even multi-generational. Yay. Come on. Um, so, you can, um, if you want, you can gather family members. You can gather some neighbors. If there's some people who you've been leading to the Lord, wow, how amazing would that be? Just have them come over once a week and watch this. So you can do it together. Um, and here, here are some of those, you know, 5,000 Facebook friends from other countries who, many of whom will be online this next year with us. We're, I am, I am pretty certain of it. And so there you go. There's your, there's your empty living room. You get to fill in the blanks. Who would be in your living room if you wanted to watch it all together? Um, I'll tell you what, you'd have some pretty wild times in your living room because you, you could not, you can't worship like that and get the kind of stuff we're going to give you and not have the spirit just come and explode and do stuff. Um, what's next? Let me see. Oh, and then here's one more thing. This is another thing the Lord told us. Actually, right about the time we're saying, Lord, what is it? We don't have enough students. We've done everything and more and then some. And, and, and suddenly we started getting approached by different pastors around the greater Bay Area. Most of them pastors of smaller churches that says, you know what? We would really like to have a school of the supernatural, but we don't know how to start. We don't know where to begin. Don't even know if we have the you know, the bandwidth to do this. So we started already working with them and, and we actually know a, a lot of ministries, smaller ministries and pastors who are going to be super interested 
because we're going to do the same thing to them. We're going to say, guess what? You can use our materials. We will walk alongside of you and help you to start this school. No tuition fee. We're just going to give, 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 and, and let this thing um, go. In fact, some, some, I believe some pastors are going to be listening even to this podcast. So I'm telling you, contact us at... KTSOS.org. And there's a, a admin where you can um, go to the admin and send an email to us with any of your questions. You can register online there. Um, we are asking that you do register because we want to know um, who's coming in. We have a capacity to the building, and that's really, <laughs> that's our concern now. We have a capacity to the building, so we need to make sure we don't go over the capacity because I so believe that the Lord is on this. There, not just here, but other places. There are people who want to come to the school, and I believe that the Lord is just setting us up. I think we're going to have more than we can handle, quite honestly, because God is so faithful. And one of the things I wanted to say real quickly, you know, no tuition. I told you how excited I am about that. It's, it's in part because we're sewing, and I love sewing. It's such a beautiful process. But the second part of that is what comes back is to watch God come through, to blow our minds to just put us in awe every time we step out. That is the most exciting part of this to me, is to sow but to see God come back and just blow our minds with the, with the multiplication of what we've given. So I just wanted to add that real quick. That's good. And so to, um, to any pastors, ministry leaders out there, um, you might be sitting here and you might be listening. Um, plus we're just, we're going to, <laughs> we're going to flood Facebook. We're going to flood emails, all that kind of stuff, letting people know what we're doing. But for them, um, they will be able to start within a couple months. Once we have built up, you know, uh, uh, several weeks of, li- li- of library of classes and, um, they can watch it at their pace. So they can have a five month school going at our pace. They can have a nine month school. They can have a two year school. Uh, there's so many different ways this can be used. Um, God just keeps giving us more and more um, ideas, and I and I have to tell you, we have a, we I think what I'm realizing is we actually have a lot more favor than I imagined. Um, you know, when we begin to talk to other pastors and ministry leaders around the Bay Area, um, and I, I promise you, I'm not saying this um, with any degree of, of pride. That's not the way I mean this, but I'm I'm surprised often how many people have heard a blazing fire all over the bay and how many pastors oh oh blazing fire we heard of you guys and and now it's positive you know it didn't <laughs> yep when we first started that wasn't always the case <laughs> who are you guys we've heard of you but after the years when people see the fruit of it's now blazing fire is now 13 years old almost and when when people see the fruit of transform lives and the and the love and the power and the and the passion that doesn't go away they say wow um would you come and help us so we're getting more and more people that want us to come and help us and and help them to establish the kingdom you know it's crazy you know this just hit me like duh you know like we're gonna live down here during school days we live in sacramento and uh some some very amazing people open their house to us to stay with them why we're here we can walk to work. 
was to take some of the miles off the car, right? Because we'll be driving down here. And now, what is God going to do to them? For sowing into us. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It just, it just, I mean, we, we have no, we, we hear these sowing and reaping messages and we think about, oh, they're trying to get my pocketbook, right? We're giving this away to pay it forward and let God, well, let Brent finish the rest of it. There, there's, some, there's, some, there's some commitments, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, I don't know that we are going to talk about it because okay. it because this is the thing is that we had to step out and risk. All the elders had to be on board. The board had to be on board, our board members. And um, honestly, I came to this place because I knew that I knew that I knew that this was God. If we didn't do this, I don't know what I would have done anymore. I really don't. Not, not because KTSOS is the end all. That's not what I mean. I'm saying if I can't live my life when I know that I heard God and go for it, I don't know what else to do. You know, there's, there's, no, there's nowhere else to go. So, you know, and if we will take risks, all this is all y'all. This is not just about KTSOS. This is about every single one of you taking risks. When I talked to the board, Carol, Carol, Bill and Carol Dewar are on our board. Carol said to, one of the things she said to me is, she said, every time God gives you a promotion, you know, offers you kind of a, an upgrade, if you will, in your life, she said, there's always a financial test involved. Because if you think about it, Jesus even said, where, you, where your heart, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. There is something about money. Money is to be used for the kingdom, but there's something about it that keeps hooking us all and causing fear. And God says, if you could just get over that hurdle, I'll, I'll, I'll let you change the world. But you've got to keep believing more and more. You've got to know how good I am and that I will come through for you. That is the test. Hey, I have a testimony on that. So we're at this conference, right, with George and them, and, and, and they just blessed us so much because we've got such good relationship with the Blazing Fire with those people, everybody there. But, you know, my wife has taught me how to be. See, I, I told you before, like some of my talk, I give out of obedience, but my wife has taught me how to be a cheerful giver. So I hear now. Uh, so, so in the conference, you know, I, I heard the Lord told me to write a check, and, and I said, babe, you hear anything? No, I'm not, I'm not hearing nothing. So, okay, what's okay if I do this? And she said, yeah, God told you to go do it. So the next night, the Lord speaks to her to give. I'm like, what? You got to give too? We just, okay, I'm thinking to myself, we just get, but hey, but the Lord told you, give it. I don't care. Because, you know, we just bought a house. We're getting settled in. Had to buy a few things, you know. So I'm kind of doing the checkbook and the Excel spreadsheet going through my head. But then I said, what am I doing? I don't live like this. Lord, you said give it, we gave it. Big deal. We get home from the conference. And we have a check in the mail for us that ex- way exceeded what we gave. Way. From a friend the Lord told to bless us. Amen. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, just saying. Another testimony about giving things away. So, so the other day, I'm, I'm at, this is a free testimony. I love testimonies. Um, Sacramento is not Livermore. Now, if you mess me down, I'm not trying, it, it's just not Livermore, okay? I'm, that's all I'm going to leave it at that. But the Lord has called us there and opened the door to buy a house there. And so I go to, uh, I go to, to get my car oil changed the other morning, and, and, the, and the, the, the dealer, the, the car service person, was a really neat guy, just, just really took care of me. But I went to go pay my bill. The service clerk, she was not a fun person to be around. Now, now she wasn't rude or mean. She was about her business. But in the process, she did not see the customer. I was just a piece of work. And, and, and that's okay, because I just want to pay my bill and go in. It, and, and it came in cheaper. That's why I said, you know what? Matter of fact, check my tires. If they need rotating and balance, go ahead and do that. 
If they don't, don't worry about it. He says, well, Mr. Shelton, we checked your car. You didn't need it. I'm like, you kidding me? This man's being honest. I mean, service dealership being honest? As a matter of fact, your oil change was cheaper than we thought it was going to be. So anyway, I met this clerk, and, she's, and, and, and I started feeling this heaviness on her. Now, she's, she's not being rude to me, but she's not in, engaging me either. She's doing her work, and, 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 and I'm getting heavy. I'm starting to feel her stuff. You know, I'm starting to feel like, I feel yucky right now. I said, Lord, I need, I need to see what you see because I don't want to be in this environment. And I saw. I said, oh, my gosh, this girl is efficient at what she, she is good at what she does. I said, hey. She says, yes. I said, you're efficient. You are so good at what you do. I said, I'm, I'm amazed just watching you. But this is, this is sincere. I was being very real. She lit up like a rocket. She gave me the best customer service from that point on. You either change the environment, the atmosphere, the atmosphere changes you. That's what we carry. It's good. It's good. Um, so it's time to step into your Kairos moment. And, and that does not mean that you have to come to the school. This was not all about the school. Uh, but we do, I, I hope you can see how many things can translate into your lives of what we've been talking about tonight. Kairos, again, is God's time. It's Kronos is the, is the clock. But Kairos is saying, God's saying, this is my moment. This is your moment. Step in because I have something for you. Just to make, just so you, I'm going to tell you one more thing. Because I'm, I'm going to completely um, get rid of every excuse you would have to not come to this school. Um, oh, oh, okay. I'm going to get rid of that excuse in one second. But first of all, let me say, the on the on-campus school is limited to the number of seats we have. I'm about, I don't know what it is, 120 or something. So I'm just saying. Um, if you're signing up tonight, if you're going to the school, you'll be in because clearly we haven't let the world know yet. But, but once that place fills up, uh, we will cut it off at that point. And then, and then we will, but as many people as want can come online. Now, here's the, here's the thing where I'm going to tell you where you're out of excuses. And I see the kiddos coming back in, and that's cool because we're just about done. You're out of excuses because we're going, for both the on-campus as well as the online school, we're going to have a two-week window. What we mean by that is come and experience it for two weeks. Because you might still be thinking, well, I don't know, really know if this is for me. I don't know. How do I know if this is going to transform me? How do I know it's worth my time? Valid questions. Two weeks. We'll give you two weeks, and I, I can pretty much guarantee you we're going to hook you with how, with how life-transforming it is. But in two weeks' time, you have a decision. You can either walk away, no problem. We, we're, obviously, we can't give you your money back because you didn't give us any. But, <laughs> but no problem. You can say that wasn't what I thought it would be. But in two weeks' time, what we will ask is that we're actually going to have you sign that you are committed to this, that you're going to stick it out. You're going to do the homework. You're going to submit to us as pastors when we're in during that school year, when you're in the school, which is a really good thing because we will care for you greatly. Um, but you're basically trusting us and saying, yep, I'm in. I'm not, I'm not bailing. After two weeks, we're going to ask for that commitment for, that, for the rest of the five months, okay? So there you go. Um, I don't know what else we could do. Um, One more thing, though. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't want to ever, because I came out of a sales background, and I was an honest salesman, by the way, because the Lord really, you know, it's my Lord, the Lord made me be an honest salesperson and tell the truth of my clients. And I want to be the number one salesperson by telling the truth and telling them to go to different companies to get a better product when they needed to. But anyway, 
there, there is going to be a cost to the school that we will not, we can't cover, and that's going to be the books. When you, when you, oh, yeah. after two weeks, there's, you're talking about fifty dollars, fifty dollars for the books we use in school, fifty dollars. And so that's the one cost. And we are going to still have our mission trip. We take a one-week mission trip to San Francisco, so that would be an outside cost. Now the difference for those who want to go, it's not considered um, that you are obligated to go. But it is an amazing trip. Um, it really gels together like uh, the classroom gels together like family. And you just go out there and you, you are so changed just by the experience of going out every day and every night and working with some missionaries out in the San Francisco area as well. So I just want to let you know that that is there too. And the last thing I'm going to say because God is so good to confirm things. I will not say the person's name by any means or embarrass them. But while we're, I looked at my phone while I because I got this text message, and the person was one of our online students that said, hey, the money you have already, pay it forward. Come on, can we just cheer the Lord in that? They, the money they already gave to the school, they said, keep it, pay it forward. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But we truly, when we, say there's, when we say there's no obligation, that's what we mean. Because so, if there's something hanging over your head where we're saying, um, you know, where we're going to guilt you and guilt you for five months, um, that, that's, not, that's not a gift. We do believe, and we will talk about sowing and reaping. We do believe some of you will want to pay into the future, but we're not. But we're not saying you have to. Otherwise, that's not a gift. Um, and so, do you have? Yes. We're, okay. This is what we're going to do right now. We're actually going to give every single person in this room. Um, are we giving them one or two? Angela. Oh, okay. We're going to give every person in this room two registration forms. Hey, Shannon, can you help Angela with that, please? And. Again, please don't feel like you're trapped because you're not. You could take this home and do nothing with it. Not a problem. We're, we're not going to check up on you. We don't have your emails, you know, to check up on you. So it's all good. This is why we want to do it, though. For some of you, you already know tonight I'm in. Please fill it out. There's no money involved. Fill it out and put it in one of these two uh, baskets. baskets. These white baskets are going to be on each of the black uh, base monitors here. So that's where you can put it in. If you know of people who you're saying, oh my gosh, so-and-so's got to be there, that's why we want to give you two of them. You could take more if you want, but we want to give you at least two. Just so that they're sitting at home, you have one sitting at home and going, who, who could come to this? Because you know what? This is not about the three of us um, impacting the world. It's about all of us impacting the world. And, and you are part of this body, and, and we actually need your help to get this word out to say, hey, you'll never believe this, but if you want in, you can come. Okay? Um, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to brag on, I just wanted to brag on a, f- a friend real quick. That, is she still here? I think she's, is she back there? Did y'all hear, oh, she, don't, don't kill me. But did y'all hear the violin tonight? Yeah. Wasn't that awesome? That's Sherry, that you back there, Sherry? That's Sherry back there. I, thank you. I have Mac turn it up higher. In the, anyway, I loved it. Thank you. All right. This is what I want to do. Um, we're, uh, I'm going to play a couple minutes of that song. There's something bigger going on just to give you time. There's pens in front of you if you wanted to fill it out. If nothing else, take a few minutes just to talk to the Lord. Holy Spirit, is this where, where you want me? Holy Spirit, who else needs to come to this? 
One other thing on that registration form, there is a place where we ask, um, if you have any questions, please write them on the back of the paper and go ahead and put them in the baskets for us. And we'll address your questions within the week, um, just so that you know we're available if you have those questions. And the website probably won't be updated until maybe Monday, Tuesday, next, early next week time frame, as we get with our, our, our Internet people doing this for us. And it'll, it'll make these changes on the Internet in a few days. Uh, so give us grace in that also. So does that make sense? If you go to the website tonight or tomorrow, it's going to reflect the old thing that we had up there. It's not going to reflect um, that there's no tuition fee. So give us a couple of days. If you don't decide to sign up but you want to, give us a couple of days or call, call these guys the, the, you know, or write to them. It's right on that piece of paper. You can write them or call them. Um, I Yeah, let me... We are going to be here afterwards to answer questions after this, you know, about three-minute song. We're going to be here to answer questions. We're going to have our prayer teams up here to pray with any of you who need prayer for healing, for whatever. Um, and so um, don't, don't go anywhere if you want prayer. You can turn it down a little bit. you want to um, sow into this, if God's touched your heart to do that, you can also put those in the same white baskets. If you just think, wow, I want to sow into it. <laughs> <laughs> 